Welcome back to the Teacher Fit Nutrition Podcast. We've got a very important episode this week. Our nutrition director, Jessica Arico, dives deep into dealing with the situations of judgment around your nutrition or overall health and wellness goals. Unfortunately, we've all been in that situation where we felt pressure or judgment from friends and family and coworkers when we're making healthy decisions. And it's important to remember that these are our choices and what they think is just what they think. And we need to continue to strive to be our best no matter what judgment comes our way. So enjoy this episode. Keep in mind the Teacher Fit 100 Challenge kicks off January 15th. If you're a Teacher Fit member, it is 100% free. Just make sure your school is signed up to participate so you're eligible to win the $2,000 prize. And if you're not a Teacher Fit school, simply register $100. Your whole school gets access to all of our programs for the 100 days. All right, guys, enjoy the episode and we look forward to hearing what you think. Welcome back to the Teacher Fit Student Fit Nutrition Podcast. This is your host, Jessica Arico. And as always, I am so thankful you guys are with me today. And if you are an educator of any kind right now, obviously, if you're listening to this podcast any other time than right now, it won't make sense. But I digress. We are in the midst of a bit of a break. Um, we're in the fall and we are in the midst of fall break or Thanksgiving break. And then we will be coming upon our holiday break, which is great for everybody. But then also I know how chaotic it can be because our fantastic students are just so excited to be on break. So their energies sometimes are elsewhere. And also if you are a teacher of seniors, many times they are getting, you know, there's a lot of anxiety they're dealing with because they are facing the final semester of their um, K through 12 career or their pre-K through 12 career. So there's a lot of emotions surrounding that as well. So if you are dealing with any of those emotions yourself and you're trying to figure out ways to get a grasp on that, please head over to the Teacher Fit Student Fit website, look at our blogs, listen to our podcasts because we have so many different ideas to help you to tackle these emotions through food, through fitness, and through mindful tech, mindfulness techniques. So we've got you covered. And today I am going to address a little bit of a interesting situation. It's something that's come up um, recently with a couple of my clients and something that I have personally experienced for a while now. And it's kind of, it's, it's not even a thing for me any longer, but when you are on a journey with nutrition in particular, because this is a nutrition podcast, but quite honestly, with anything new that you're trying to do to improve yourself, sometimes that can really make those around us, those are pretty, that are, who are close to us, uncomfortable. And that discomfort can sometimes make those individuals say things that can hurt us, not intentionally, 
but sometimes they can hurt. So I want to go ahead and give you some tips and tricks how to handle that. And then also, if you are a person that is brand new to your nutrition journey and you're seeing some great results and you simply want to share it with the world, but you may have received some not so desirable responses from others, I'll give you some tips as how to, um, how to be a really good ambassador for, for positive nutrition changes. So with that, I'll go ahead and start off. I have a little story. It was like a few, a few years ago. It was more like 10 years ago. I really had my first experience with, um, at least knowingly direct being addressed negatively about my um, nutrition choices. I was in the middle of a, a prep for a, a competition and it really required me to bring my food with me everywhere and i mean everywhere and um, so i was going to a meeting in one of my colleagues classrooms and i had this lunch box <laughs> a lunch box as a grown adult yes um, but it's actually a backpack and it was hot pink with purple piping and if you've ever seen barbie dream house it is pink with purple and that's exactly what my lunchbox looked like, except it was lunchbox form. So my family coined it Barbie's dream lunchbox. It was hilarious, but I loved that thing because it was great. It had all these slots for all of my different meals. It had my slots for my protein shakers, for my supplements, for, for everything. So I brought it to this meeting and um, pretty much everybody else had ordered out whatever. And one of my colleagues looks at me and said, saw my bag and said, oh, so I guess you're too good to order out with the rest of us. And I was really taken aback by this, by, by that, because I really respected this individual. And um, I, I, I took that comment very personally. I took it to heart. I, I know now I should not have, but I did and it hurt. Um, and I just sat there kind of quietly for the rest of the meeting. And I, I thought to myself, man, I shouldn't have, maybe I shouldn't have brought my food. Maybe I should have just fit in. And, um, I had one of my colleagues say to, in response to that individual, no, you know, Jess is just prepared. She just brings her food. That's just what she does. And things kind of went from there. Um, but looking back and it didn't take me too long to really reflect, reflect on that and say, you know, that, that was not probably the reaction I should have had. I, I should have known that that individual that response should not have taken it personally because that's that per that's in individual's personal response because of their perspective whatever they've whatever food issues they may currently have or whatever um they may have been dealing with that day or simply maybe something that it was just an off comment that that's just how they deal with stuff um but for me i took it to heart and then, you know, honestly, after that, I would bring Barbie's dream lunchbox with me everywhere else. And I would get comments on it. And after a while, I just took it as an opportunity to say, you know what? Yeah. You know, and if people asked me about food prep, I would talk to them about it only if they asked me about it though, because I didn't want to push it down their throats, which is something else we'll get to in a little bit. But in that event, it really taught me that this, you know, and I've known this before, but whatever somebody says to you is not personal and it may feel personal, but it really isn't. And quite honestly, it's taken me a lot, decades to get to that point. And I'm, I'm not quite all there yet either, but 
when it comes to my nutrition and it comes to my fitness, it comes to my goals, I know that those choices that I am making, each one is critical to my well-being. Each bite that I take is critical to the journey along the way. So making sure that I'm staying consistent to my goals and not bending simply because I make somebody uncomfortable with how I'm eating or what I'm eating, that's critical. And that's a message that I wanted to give to you guys today, in particular because many of us are going into you know the season where we're going to be going to social events and family gatherings and coffee dates with friends people we haven't seen in years and if we are doing something different in front of them it may make them you know it, it'll spark something in them naturally because they're like oh wow you know what are was what is he or she doing differently and if they feel uncomfortable with it, they may say something that may not ring well with you. So in that moment, if you are confronted with that, a good thing to do is just simply recall your goals. And this is one thing that I found important for me to do is to write down those goals. And this is something that we've talked about in previous episodes as well, is being very specific about what you are trying to achieve. And if it is simply that you are just trying to achieve better overall health through nutrition, that's your goal and you're staying with that. So that's what's important. So when you're in that situation, remind yourself of that. And that is why you are doing it. I also had a client say to me that um, their mother was, you know, somebody that wasn't really into health and wellness and Every time she would go to dinner at her mom and dad's house, her mom would say, oh, you know, you're so caught up on your health and your fitness and you, you just, you know, you don't eat like, like you used to with us. And I, you know, the mother was hurt basically because you know, the daughter was no longer eating what mom would, would fix all the time because it was not, it didn't meet her goals. So for a couple night, a couple times she went over, she decided just to eat everything that her mom used to make. And then she would go home and she would physically feel not well because of it was it was just not meeting her goals and it wasn't what she was used to eating any longer. And so she finally stood up for herself the next time she went over to her mom's, you know, gently, and she said, you know, she basically stated, you know, mom, I really appreciate and love everything that you have done for me and the way that you brought me up and all of you know the, the fact that you you fed me so graciously growing up and you've given me great tools and now i'm taking that and i am able to make my own choices so here's the reasons that i'm doing what i'm doing it makes me feel better it makes me a happier person and her mom wasn't exactly over the moon about that at that moment and it did take some time but now it's great because the mom is starting to take some of the influence from the daughter in her cooking. And she's not completely gone over, but that's okay too. Everybody has their own choices and they're able to kind of embrace that together. And those situations aren't as uncomfortable. So simply through expressing to her mom, you know, a thankfulness for everything her mother did for her. And then also explaining to the mom that physically, 
eating better or eating differently was making her feel better and making her blood work better that helped to give the mother a mother a reason it wasn't a rejection of what mom had done it was simply a you know a difference in okay this is what i'm eating now what you made for me before was great it served it made me who i am but now i am making these choices for myself so that was a way to build that relationship with her mom in that situation around food and i'll tell you you know we've talked about this before too food is so attached to emotion um, in families individually we have a lot of we have a lot of emotion tied to food and because it's it's something it's it's something we need it's something that we cannot live without so of course it is very emotional for for us some of us it's more emotional than others so we need to understand that and be very keen on it's not you know it, it's not personal it's it's about that individual it's about that individual's relationship around food and then we also need to be aware of these your goals you need to be aware of why you are doing and making the choices that you are making and being consistent with those goals simply because that is what you have identified to be best for yourself and then you and only you can make the decision as to whether or not those goals still meet the person that you want to be so again i would caution you when you are going to these events and you're being questioned by friends or colleagues or family members about your food choices you know, even those little off comments by friends and family members like, oh, man, you know, you're not even going to eat this you know, piece of pie or you're a, you know, <laughs> you're a party pooper. Um, don't allow those comments to make you kind of bend just because somebody else is uncomfortable around you, because that's exactly what that is. It's a comment because they are uncomfortable. Don't let that make you uncomfortable because that's not you. That's them. You can lovingly listen to them and then make your own choice you don't need to come back and retort with some smart comment you simply just need to make your choice and that's it move on <laughs> and quite honestly too the great part about this is by being consistent in your actions and following through on what you have told yourself you are going to do you will inadvertently set the example for others around you here's here's what i'm talking about if you are in a situation and you are being told what to do, any situation, nutrition, fitness, um, how to spend your money, whatever it is, how to, how to manage your classroom, how to manage your, your building, how to manage whatever you're managing. If you're being told what to do and how to do it, I, I, I'm going to say that more than likely you are not going to be very, gung-ho about doing that or making those choices to do that however if you observe something that is you're saying you know what that really could be a positive choice for me i like how that person is doing that i like the results that i'm seeing you're more apt to ask that person how they're getting those results you're more apt to ask that person what their daily routine is what their habits are how they've gotten to where they are and then you are more likely to own those decisions to, to take what they have done 
and to model them to fit your life. So when you are in those situations and people are, you know, making comments to you, uh, making you uncomfortable, just remember that you making that decision to stay consistent with your goal sends a very strong message, non-verbally, a very strong non-verbal message. And the great part, and I have seen this, I've seen this with people that are around me, with people that are around others that are making really great choices, those individuals will start picking up on those behaviors and habits. They may not go full throttle, but they're making those little changes in their life. So be aware that your positive changes that you're making are being observed and people will follow. And the great part is too, for my educators out there, for educators or for anybody who is you know, involved with youth at all, if you have children, if you have grandchildren, nieces, nephews, whatever it is, what you do, those children are watching and they will make better decisions when you make better decisions. This actually happened in my classroom. Um, I, in this, if, if you're in a building where, you know, students aren't allowed to have food in the classroom, I understand completely. But for those of you where students are allowed to have food in the classroom, and I made sure that, you know, for peanut allergies or for any other allergies, I was very, very considerate about that. And I ensured that, you know, foods did not contain that. But, and I was in a high school setting too, so it was a little bit different. But I also know that, you know, a fed body is going to respond better and is going to pay attention more. So I, because I ate, um, basically every three hours if my students if that was a time when my students were with me we ate and they, i allowed them to eat and if they didn't have something to eat i had snacks for them as well that were obviously non-allergy snacks so there are different things that you can do and it, it it really spawned a very positive culture in the classroom it was a it was the kids were alert they were aware they were ready to learn and um, they were fed. Um, we all know that a fed brain is a much more productive brain than an unfed brain. So uh, that was something that was very positive for my students and for me as well. And it also led to great conversations about what nutrition does for their bodies. It's just a side note, if you're an educator, if you're in the classroom, that might be something that you would like to incorporate as well. So getting back to your personal situations and how to handle the uncomfortable conversations that we're having around nutrition, if we're with our family or friends, if you are a person that is currently on a journey, a nutrition or fitness journey, and you are seeing results and you're so excited about them, and you are so excited about them that you are almost to the evangelical phase of what you are doing and you want to tell everybody and you're finding that you are telling everybody that's great that is wonderful i'm so glad that you are so passionate about what you're doing i'm glad that you're passionate about what you are um, the results that you're seeing with this caveat just because you are seeing these great results and you are so excited about them that is wonderful but always remember that everybody is on the own their own place in their own fitness and nutrition journey and they may not be 
ready to hear your exuberant story and it may turn them off a little bit. Not that you shouldn't say, to, you know, express your excitement about it, but if you're trying to get other people to be excited with you, the best way to do that again is through action. And you will have questions. People will ask you questions. They will ask you how, what you're doing and, and why you're doing it and how you're getting the results you, get, you are getting. So you'll have that opportunity, but allow people to come to you because that way you will have that opportunity to build that relationship and to give them information, ask them questions, give them information about what you are doing and be very careful too when you're doing this because every individual in, is very different and every individual is going, their bodies are going to respond differently to different foods and different plans. So, you know, we've talked about this before too. If, if in by chance your program that you're using that you're excited about is something like keto and you're seeing a lot of great results about uh, with it and you're telling the other person you have to try this you have to try it no they don't it may not work for them it may not be something that um they're going to be as excited and passionate about but what you can say is yeah you know i'm having some great results on this and this is what i'm seeing this is what i'm eating great inform them, tell them what, what you're doing, let them figure it out on their own, let them come to you. So again, be excited about what you're doing. You know, have have fun with it. Enjoy your results, enjoy your success. But be careful about how you get the message to other people. Um, you you want to make sure that you are being considerate of of others and their journeys and what they're doing. And this also goes with, you know, especially with our family and friends that were around um, in social events. If we are seen as, you know, the person who pretty much is judging everybody about what they're eating in the room, it's going to make things really uncomfortable for everyone, you included, when if you're the person that's just telling everybody, you know, or, or you know, wow, that's got this many calories, that's got that much fat, this has this many carbs, maybe kind of not use that in a social setting you know and if you're asked about it definitely but if it's something where you're just saying it un you know un, unrequested then that can sometimes be a turnoff for those that are around us so just be very careful about making sure that when you are in those social settings if you are on a fitness and nutrition journey that you are quietly doing what you need to do to achieve your goals. And again, if people are, they're going to see it, if they're witnessing that and they're gonna ask you about it, great. Talk with them about it, ask them questions about their journey and, and see if maybe you guys can work together. That's fantastic. The opposite again of that is when you're coming in and um, unsolicited, you start, you know, saying that, oh, well, Aunt Diane's pie has this many calories and this many carbs and it's got this much fat. And if you do that, that that can be a turnoff for people and it can make people very uncomfortable about their food choices and their particular journey. So that's a great cautionary tale to keep in mind when you're going into this season, when we are going to be confronted with family and friends and colleagues that will be around us. I've also seen that happen in work situations. 
Um, we had some colleagues that were really big on keto and, you know, they were seeing some good results with it. And um, you were seeing though, that they were coming in and basically explaining that other people's food choices, <laughs> because they include carbohydrates, weren't the best choices. And me being a nutritionist sitting back, I had to bite my tongue. I'm not gonna say anything, I'm just gonna listen. But you know, I was watching other everybody else's reactions. I was like, man, this is horrible because I'm watching these other people feel so defeated about their food and they don't need to be. <laughs> and I was excited at the same time for the people that were seeing results on keto. But the message is that that can really stifle a room, that can really stifle somebody else's growth when we use our growth in, in unintentionally to tamper somebody else's. So just be very careful when you are in your social situations, both ways, with yourself and with others. So, you know, just to go over those tips again, if you are making changes and very positive nutrition and fitness changes in your life, and you're in the situation where you have family, friends, sometimes complete strangers, I'm not kidding you, you know, make a comment about how you're eating or what you're eating. It's not you. It, it's their, it, it's what they're dealing with at that moment. And that's okay. What's not okay is when you bend your actions to make them comfortable. Make sure you're sticking to your goal. Make sure you're sticking with your habits. Be consistent with yourself because you have set that for yourself and you are going, you are accountable to yourself and to your goals, not to them, to yourself. So remember that. And that individual, wherever they are, it, again, it's most likely very unintentional they're making those comments. They may not see that what their comment is coming from is a place of pain inside themselves. So you can you stay consistent with your goals, habits, and actions. And on the flip side, again, if you are seeing great success and you are just going down that nutrition and fitness train and you are doing such a great job and you're so excited to tell everybody and you're in a social situation and you are telling everybody but you're also starting to like judge other people's food take a step back take a step back because again you want to make sure that you're giving everybody else their space to be on their journey and if somebody does happen to ask you about how you're getting your results and what you're doing that is the moment you embrace you. That's the moment that you say, you know what? Let's talk about, you know, ask them, ask them, where are they on their fitness journey? Where are they on their nutrition journey? What are their goals? That can be a great lifeline for both of you to, to be partners on that. So I'm going to wrap it up there today. And, and I, that, that topic is near and dear to my heart because I've seen it played out multiple ways, multiple situations, multiple times. And it's not that we want to tiptoe around people. That's not what I'm saying. We simply want to be aware, aware of our own feelings, our own boundaries, along with other people's feelings and their boundaries too. So with that said, if you guys want more information on this topic or any nutrition topic whatsoever, please feel free to reach out to us at teacherfit.com. That's our email. You can also reach us on Instagram and Facebook at, at teacherfitstudentfit. You can also direct message me on Instagram at Jess Allen Arico. That's J-E-S-S-A-L-L-Y-N-A-R-I-C-O. 
Till next time, guys, stay committed to those goals. Stay consistent. I'll see you then.